Good afternoon and you're very, very welcome to our fourth podcast, Lies, Lies and More Lies. What a fascinating topic and, and title for this podcast. My name is Connor Devine and I am one of two partners at GDP Partnership in Belfast. And this is going to be going to do something a little bit uh, different to our first three podcasts. Hopefully you have been on and you've been listening to them. The first one, The Art of Mediation. Uh, number two was The Who, What and Why. And number three was the guide dog experience. This one has really been uh, something that has uh, been resonating with me over the weekend uh, about the impact that outside forces like the media and newspapers and their views on things and how they actually impact um, our own decision making. Um, I'm hoping that you'll take away a few moments from this podcast um, and I want to talk about the fact that I think people should be cautious about what they read and what they hear over the airwaves. Um, I want to talk about the fact that I, I believe that it's become more incumbent now than ever that people educate themselves and tool up um, if they are going to get through the challenges and the adversity that they face. And finally, very, very simply, what is required in all sorts of challenges is that people have to take massive massive action. So hopefully those are three things that, that come across well and very, very clear in, in this podcast. So moving swiftly on, it's now March. Um, it's hard to believe that we are a quarter through 2016 already. It's quite incredible how fast time goes. And the interesting thing, I was sitting down with the team this morning at a monthly, uh, weekly board meeting. And the fascinating thing about our business, we are the premier debt advisory practice in Northern Ireland. We are the only regulated uh, practice in Northern Ireland, the first in Northern Ireland to do what we do. But I know we've been trading for five years, but interestingly, the figures, when we went through them this morning, it appears that in the first three months of 2016, we have been twice as busy as to the first three months in 2015. And, you know, I know, I mean, the office is busy and, and it's something that, you know, I've had to think about today because, you know, we're eight years post the global financial crisis in Ireland. And, you know, this debt problem, the banking problem, the negative equity challenge that we have, you know, it, it just generally on the ground, it doesn't seem to be getting any better. And, you know, the figures don't lie. Uh, it, it did shock me a little bit this morning whenever I heard that, you know, we're twice as busy this first quarter than we were last year. Um, I remember talking to James last year, sort of wondering about the business and our business model, about our debt advisory clientele, and you know, wondering was there going to be a demand for, for our equity experts platform over the next few years. What the first quarter's figures has shown us in the company is that, number one, there continues to be a real problem out there with property debt and negative equity. Um, number two, that there's a serious demand for our business model and, and for our professionalism and for our solution. And finally, number three, you know, people need to educate themselves and tool up and take massive action around this challenge. You know, yesterday was Sunday and you know, try and chill out over the weekends, um, do some reading, catch up on, on what's happening. Uh, and I found myself in the car and I was listening to Marianne Finucane. Sometimes I catch her shows and um, there was this whole discussion about debt and, and vulture funds and if you don't know what they are, 
um, you should probably, you know, have a look at who they are and what they're doing. And this whole aspect of vulture funds has become hugely, uh, hugely important in Ireland. Basically, it's the American funds who are buying Ireland. It's been well documented in the last 12 months. And over the last month or two, it's starting to get serious traction with the media and the press around the fact that, you know, basically uh, American money is now controlling a lot of the real estate, real estate in this country. Um, and I just found that whole aspect and the whole fact that um, our local banks who were supposed to be supporting us, who were supposed to be supporting our SME network, and who told us for five years that they wouldn't be doing debt forgiveness, that basically at the flick of a pen have all changed their business models and have now sold out, for the most part, pretty much they've sold out, um, sold their loans, sold your loans, your business loans and your home loans to American private equity funds. And, and the crack's going to start very, very shortly because the bottom line is that these guys are parking money here for a very short period of time. And they're going to start selling stuff and that's going to upset a lot of people. And, you know, we're in the space, our, our own company has, has been dealing with these private equity funds for the last 18 months. But it does fall into this whole area of debt, of negative equity, of funding and finance. And it's an area of expertise that, that our team is well schooled on. And we're actually quite busy now dealing with a number of businesses whose loans have been sold. And it is an area uh, that, that we are experts in. But just like negative equity and just like property debt, you know, what are the solutions? The solutions are the same. It's incumbent upon the borrower whose loans have been sold to educate themselves around the solutions, tool up on, on instruments and, and, and how they can fix the problems and again, take, take massive action. But something that, that really sort of slightly upset me yesterday was on the Marion Finucane show was there was a, an economist on um, who was basically telling everyone who wanted to listen that Ireland's in recovery, that you know he's expecting the economy to to increase by five percent this year, and you know more or less painting some sort of a rosy, sunny picture in terms of the economic forecast. And the bottom line is, as far as I can see, and if you look at the figures of GDP for the first quarter, they would they would they would uh, agree with what I'm about to say, is that. People are not really feeling this great recovery that they talk about. You know, I know the unemployment figures are coming down. I know that there is a little bit of growth in the economy, but on the ground, you know, people are not feeling this recovery that is being discussed. And the issue that's going to affect people in Northern Ireland is that we're quite unique here, unfortunately. We were unique in many ways, but in terms of our economic uh, setup, we are heavily reliant upon the public sector. And what we know is going to happen in the next four to five years is that, you know, Stormont is going to continuously cut into the public sector and reduce the workforce in the public sector. And that's going to throw up huge challenges in itself because what that will mean is that more people are going to be out of work. And we've already seen in the last 12 months the amount of job losses that has been announced in Ballymena and so forth. And my concern is that that's going to continue over the next two to three years. And... To be fair to Stormont, what they've tried to do is they've tried to be creative by bringing in the uh, corporation cut tax, which doesn't kick into 2018. The issue there is that we're not going to really see the benefit of that maybe for another five years, which is 2022, 23, 24. So my point is that 
whenever you're listening to the radio and, and the media in general and you're you're sort of reading the newspapers and stuff, it's it's very hard to work out, you know, what is the actual truth and and, and what is not the truth and, and are there actually any lies being told? And you know, this is we're seeing people every day and I found myself over the last few years that you know, I do contribute to some newspapers, so I'm, I tend to read them more often um, just to see what's going on. But in general, it's very, very hard and difficult to work out what's true and what's not true. Um, and the only, you only have to look as far as this whole Brexit conversation at the minute, where you have David Cameron saying, yes, this is a, a tremendous idea. And you have one of his main men in government, uh, Boris, telling everybody that it's a terrible idea. If those two chaps can't agree on what's best for the country, how is the chap in Dungannon and Portadown and Derry and Uri going to be able to decide? It's absolutely incredibly irresponsible, um, but that's a different subject altogether. So it's very, very hard to work out what's true and what's not true in the world we live in today. And hopefully, from a financial point of view, that's something that our team here at CDP Partnership Equity Experts are very, very clear about that whenever we see people who have financial challenges, who do face negative equity challenges, who are in a, a difficult financial space, we are very, very clear and we set out clear plans, timelines and solutions. And that's something that, that we pride ourselves on. This is podcast number four of a series of five. Uh, next month's podcast, I've got a special guest lined up and I'm excited about that. Uh, I think you'll know this person. Um, he's probably known all over the world. Uh, so I'm excited about having a chat with this guy about really about uh, life in general and about money and finance and solutions and where he sees things. So that's that's going to be be exciting. But on this podcast, um, lies, lies, and more lies. Uh, Trying to be creative in the title, but I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that people are a little bit more cautious about what they read and what they hear. Um, I really want people to start to think. A little bit, a bit more, more about their finances and how they're financially structured. Um, I would, I would like people to educate themselves around money and finance more. Um, and finally, I would like people to take whatever action is required to improve the lives of you and your family. You know, that's the three takeaway moments that I set out at the beginning of the podcast. That hopefully, in this short conversation, um, I've been able to uh, make some sense on. But I just wanted to finish really. Uh, basically quoting someone who has been very influential in my own development as a surveyor and a business person and in this whole area of economics and debt and finance. It's a guy called David McWilliams. And David McWilliams is a broadcaster, writer, author. Um, he's quite outspoken, but he's on the money. He's the chap that predicted the crash in the south of Ireland in 2007. And he's normally more or less on the money in terms of his views. And... GDP have been saying for the last two years that one of the biggest challenges that faces the country is the impact that these private equity vulture funds, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to call them, are going to have on the country as a whole. We've been saying that for the last two years, and we're now working with our clients to try and help them survive in that journey with the private equity fund who now on their own. But I just wanted to share um, basically a paragraph from David McWilliams' column in the Sunday Business Post last Sunday. And I think this really sets out why I thought this particular podcast is, is relevant. Um, so if you just bear with me, quoting David McWilliams' last paragraph on the Business Post, 
And it's a column that was titled, Nama's Actions Have Enslaved Us, uh, which is slightly provocative. So here goes. In the next few months, the courts will decide how many of Ireland's small businesses will be handed over to these funds. This transfer of assets is taking place right under our nose. It is a disaster for the country, for the society, and for the capital base of the economy. And yet it is legal. But then again, so too was slavery once. Now, that struck a chord with me. And if you play this back again, and just listen to what David McWilliams was saying about the dangerous position Ireland as a country finds itself in, in relation to the vulture funds, the private equity funds. I mean, that's something that you could easily be reading in 1916. He's talking and comparing the role of the funds in Ireland to slavery. And 100 years later, in 2016, that's one of Ireland's top economists, one of the most respected economists globally, basically marking our, all of our cards around what might lie ahead. And I just thought, you know, as someone who contributes to the media regularly, um, and then me who's working in this space, and you who's in a challenge, I think it tells us everything in terms of how much work we all have to do to educate ourselves better and how to work this whole thing out. So look, this has been podcast number four. I hope it's been informative. Um, it's all about you, remember. Uh, thanks for getting involved. Thanks for listening. But really, we want to hear from you. So you can get uh, in touch with us at gdpequityexperts.co.uk. Go on and have a look at some of the most recent debt write-downs, full and final settlements. We're doing these deals every week. Um, you can get us on Twitter. You can get us on Facebook. Get me personally at Connor underscore Devine. So we'd love to hear from you. Um, it's been a good podcast. I've enjoyed doing it. And I'm looking forward to uh, next month's podcast. So keep an eye out for that. Thank you very much.